stuff for like four hours straight so my head kind of hurts can you enlighten what financial stuff means to us yeah people well the thing is when you have a super brain and you are constantly doing stonks do you have a super brain i'm almost there Uh because today i set up my I, i did three things one i got rid of mutual first which is a credit union that is garbage if you're listening just shut your doors now. The other thing is that I put a recurring investment into my um, Acorns account, and then I set up a dashboard for like my finances in Wealthfront. So I set up like three new apps. Nice. I know that sounds like drinking vinegar, but it's what you got to do when you're when, trying to be financially free. How's your day going, John Paul? 2003. No, wait, wait, wait. So when, when do you think is the next time you have to sit down and figure out your stonks again? Like, is this a thing that's going to happen? Well, that's the thing. You set it up once, and, and you're it's done. just done for life. If you can nice, set up recurring nice. stuff. I still have a debit card at Mutual First, because that's the bank our parents use. And I really want to switch, because one, the only location is literally in West Omaha, which is like 45 minutes away from where we live. And it's just not that good of a bank. The app sucks. I'm sorry. Like, mutual first, if you're listening. Like, sponsor First us. of all, what are you doing with your time? Why are you listening to this podcast? Second of all, yeah, sponsor us. Third of all, you need to fix your app, dude. It makes no sense. It's so silly the way it works. You can't do anything. Yeah, I could run their business better than they could. I probably could too. I have no background in business or finance at all. Which is today's topic. Not p- running businesses, but... How's your day going, John Paul? Pitching businesses. <laughs> My day is going good because of businesses that exist in the world. Or that are not operating right now. In the heat of the virus, the fever pitch that it has reached. So for today's podcast, we're kind of going to do a little mini episode of Shark Tank. And we're all going to give our best inventions or business model ideas or maybe just ideas for that could make us rich really quick so and we have patents on all of these so if you listen to this just you can't steal it it's not okay that's plagiarism (laughs) and theory all right who wants to go first uh john paul you seem pretty excited about it why don't you go first okay okay so first off i wanted to create a restaurant right but i was like how can i make a restaurant because there's already restaurants that have everything right you go to there's places 
that you can go and you can literally order whatever you want. Or if you, it's not there, you know where to get it. Like, so, like if you go to a burger place, they're probably going to have at least one pasta dish. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying, okay? That's well, what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is there are a lot of restaurants that try to do everything mediocrely. So I think the best way to do make a restaurant is to be really, really good at one thing. And my one thing I want to be good at is potatoes. Now, my restaurant will have every type of potato really well. Have french fries, like regular fries, potato, or like wedges, and like waffle fries, and curly fries. Crinkle. Yeah, crinkle, steak, whatever type of fries you want. They'll have baked potatoes, mashed potatoes and gravy, uh, potato skins, tater tots. Did you just say potato? Uh, no sweet potatoes, though. <laughs> Actually, maybe. Maybe we'll have sweet potatoes. I don't know. And... Yeah, so literally it's just a restaurant that only sells potatoes, but they sell like every variety, hash browns, every variety of potatoes that you can think of. That's my, that's my idea. With this idea, are you going to have like specialty sauces? Um, I mean, you can't, no one's going to eat just a baked potato, you know what I mean? So you got to have some like toppings Oh yeah, you got to put the sauce on the baked potato. Well, like, (laughs) I'm being serious, okay? Like, like I'm saying like dipping sauce. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, um, of course we'll have the basics like ketchup and like. Whatever yeah, ketchup sauce. But, like, yeah, that, that's a good idea. Maybe come up with some really good signature, like, fry sauces or, like... Do you have a name for the restaurant? Sauce. Tato. Uh, my idea, it's not... I'm not super set on it, but it's Tater's Gonna Hate. <laughs> tater's Gonna Tate. No, that Tate isn't a word. That is. It's, like, guy. Change your name to Tate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tater Sauce. TJ, do you have any ideas off the top of your head? I have... Wait... Yeah, I, do. I have a question. Is it like, what kind of restaurant? Is it like bougie or is it? No, like, it's like a sit-down restaurant. Oh well, yeah, but like, is it like Village Inn or is it like Olive Garden? It's like I vision like Texas Roadhouse. I've never been there. Well, let's just say they eat peanuts and throw them on the floor, and they make you ride a saddle if it's your birthday. Okay. It's like a little bit worse or a little bit less nice outback. Nice. All right, TJ, what's your first business pitch? Um, like a a poor man's DoorDash. So <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the whole pitch. <laughs> that's what it's called. It's called poor man's DoorDash. It's DoorDash, but for poor people. I think DoorDash is gonna have a problem with your name. <laughs> I just want to say that right off the bat. <laughs> All right. Well, well, just to get the idea. Dash. Okay. okay. It'll be called Poor Dash. That's funny. It'll be called Poor Dash because you pay 10 bucks a month and you get like a crappy rice and beans mush meal delivered to you every night. And the meal costs like $1 to make. Maybe. Sorry. <laughs> but Sorry. if I just make a giant, massive pot of rice mush, I'll be able to save on all of the um, like Sam's Club level orders that I'm making. And then, as long as my subscription count is higher than the ingredients, I'll be able to deliver all these meals. So, I have one option where you can deliver it, and it's refrigerated slash frozen, and you can just keep it for the whole week. I have another option where you can just, you know, pull up DoorDash and get, like, a mush meal for, like, $1 per night whenever you want Why does it have to be mush? Because it's cheap to make, and you'll get Because you know it's bad. So you have to name it something bad, too. 
But if it's for, like, homeless people, like, why wouldn't you give them something better? Can I ask, who do you think your market is for this invention? A lot of people. You know how many people that want to eat mush? Okay. They want to eat. Let's say it's, like, Taco Bell dollar menu. Okay, that's more viable. Substitute mush for any really, really cheap food that you can get, like, 500 to 1,000 calories with. I will offer that, but nothing above, like, $5. Something kind of off the way. Low-quality meat is a lot better than low-quality vegetables. I agree. But low-quality vegetables... I think meat is expensive, but vegetables can be very cheap, especially if you get them in a can. No, canned vegetables are garbage, except for, like... I can't think of a canned vegetable I like off the top of my head, except for maybe corn. Okay, corn's a grain, actually. Never mind. Green beans... Carrots. No, no. Um, Both of those are garbage in a can. But great, not Green beans are the only one I think peas. I can think of. I yeah. Peas are alright. Uh, maybe like beans, does that count? Which I mean like legumes or something. Legumes? Legumes. That's Leggings. How, that's how you pronounce them. You're a legume. <laughs> so, poor Dash. <laughs> Our IPO will be in two weeks. Um, hopefully. I don't know what that If means. we get the uh, filing, that means that our company's going to be listed on the stock exchange. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's actually a reference to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but it's fine. Oh, uh, and also it's run by robots. <laughs> what? He did not... Who pays the robots? They don't get paid. Okay, who... How are you going to pay for the robots? I'm going to design them myself. <laughs> and... Myself. Maybe... Maybe here's what... Here's the deal. You have a fleet of robots that are like. Where are you gonna get the materials to make? They're like sidewalk based, so they like go around and deliver to people's doors or their driveways, and you have them in each neighborhood. So, and if that doesn't work, you just do a. um, You have to think about the placement though, because rich, you wouldn't put it in a rich people neighborhood. Exactly. You put it in the ghetto. You put it in the poor dash neighborhoods. Right. Exactly. Where people are okay with it. They'd be like, wow, look at this robot. Now you might be thinking, oh, what happens if somebody wants to vandalize the robot? Well, the thing is, the robot comes fully equipped with a gun that comes out and kills the person whenever they're threatening it. What you're if- not even talking about poor Dash anymore. Yeah, now you're just talking about the robot that's... That you're gonna build to deliver stuff. This the, is a completely different the, business. Oh, the robot. No, dude, if you did, if you the just robot did a, delivery is an essential part dude, of if, if you just did a, a company that like it was a robot that delivered food, you could make so much more money. That company already that exists. Where like you put it's called it, DoorDash. You put a DoorDash food a meal in like a Tesla, and then the Tesla drives there itself. Because no, that already exists. That's a thing. They have it on Wait, college what? campuses. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the one at Northern Arizona is called Starship. Isn't it like a little? They're a bunch of little robots. That's really cool. Annoying. <laughs> I didn't know that existed. I run into them and kick them all the time because I have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> one time it's I saw like a Roomba one, just in the wilderness. I saw, <laughs> kind of. I literally saw one bolt in front of like a truck, and it was seriously about to die. <laughs> that truck didn't stop. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're controlled by people. Like at, and it'll be like control. It'll be doing its own AI thing on its own until it gets to, like, an intersection and then it's controlled by somebody for, like, a brief moment. But then they're still paying the people to drive them, you know? Yeah, but it's only, like, three people. So it's, like, oh, there's three people there's making, two like, robots at the intersection right now. Okay, I got you, I got you. Yeah. 
I, I think that's how it works. I don't know. Alright, so... Yeah, Mary, what's your idea? I have a couple of ideas, but the one that I'm going to tell you first is... It's called The Spook. <laughs> You're probably wondering, what is a spook? I will tell you. A spook is another essential utensil. Some might say silverware that you need. It has a handle, like most silverware. <laughs> and at the end is a spiky ball. And you're probably wondering, I don't want to put a spiky ball in my mouth. Well, there's a button on it that makes it not spiky anymore, so that when you go to put it in your mouth, it won't hurt you. So you just stick it in a bowl of whatever you're eating, hmm. and then it's all around, instead of just, like, on the top of a spoon. And you just put it in your mouth, and it's like a little a lollipop of ravioli. <laughs> okay, I want... Okay, my first so question... your idea is a mace that retracts its spikes? But it's the size... But, like, the food still sticks to it once the spikes are gone. I want to ask, what you said ravioli, but like, what food would you eat that requires a, sp- a spoke, a spook? A spook. A spook that would you that you would prefer over a fork or a spoon? Spaghetti. Cookie dough. That's true. Spaghetti is. Spaghetti is very hard to eat. Cookie dough, a good one. Wouldn't think of that, but now you enlightened me. Way better than a spoon. Dude, people always try to eat cookie dough with a spoon. Dude, you gotta eat cook if it's like actually like frozen cookie Spooky dough. Cookie dough. You gotta get a fork, dude. A spook, you mean. <laughs> Spooky dough. Spooky dough? <laughs> Alright, I guess we'll move on. <laughs> but like eating like rice would get like Ooh. would get a lot of it. Because rice is really hard to eat with like a fork. So like do you stick it in and then the spikes come out or do you stick it in with the spikes already out? It depends on how you want to go about it. Mm. Because if you put it in and then stick the spikes out, I envision some like splashing going on depending on what you're eating. Yeah. Or you can just put the spikes in and like roll it around, you know? Mm. I have an idea for you too. So you put... You, you, it'll be like a high-end handle that has many different attachments. So it's a battery-powered handle that you can attach, like, hundreds of different attachments to. And so, like, a hammer and then a spook? Yeah, so, like, a, no, it doesn't, not like a one-size-fits-all. I mean, that could be cool, too. Like, a tool that you could just use. Uh, that could be good for camping if you needed to have like a light, like a flashlight like a and then attachment. a spook. Yeah, and then a spoon to eat your cereal. Yeah, you mean a spook? If you, you don't want the if you like, want the milk if you don't want the milk but you want your cereal to be soggy, use a spook. Yeah, or specifically. In the, that would be perfect in, for in, me because regards, I, I can't have milk. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you're good. I was gonna say it'd be like the the smartphone of um, utensils slash tools. So, a smartphone has the interface that you can use apps on. This is a battery-powered... Just handle? It's like a computer-type thing that does work for you, but you can apply it to any situation. So, you can attach... This is a completely different idea. No, it is. It's it's the same. So, one of your your attachments is the, the spook. One of your attachments is a regular spoon. One of your attachments is a fork that can clamp down and maybe, like, grab a bunch of spaghetti. That's what the spook is for. The spook is for right, spaghetti. Right, but the spook could just be 
big product. I think you're going too far. And if you can make it, how can you insult the spook you, by well, putting it with a spook? I'm saying if you can make it, mo- <laughs> if you can make it modular, and you can solve all types of problems, then you've opened yourself up to an entirely broad spectrum of uses. Mm. The one size fits all kitchen gadget. That's a dip. That's not the spook. The spook is a simple, minimalist thing. <laughs> one size fits all thing. I'm what? serious about the spook. The, well, the spook is the name like spoon and uh, what was it? Ford. A spike. A spoon oh. and a spike. So what if? Okay, my a spook. My idea is <laughs> if different. You will. It's called the um, the spool. My so you. Go I'm up, not vibing. You with go this. up. You go up. It's in a little dock. And it's sitting there ready to go, and there's a screen on it, and it's voice activated. So you go up to it, and you say, give me cookie dough attachment, and it gives you the cookie dough attachment. Which is the spook. The spook. Or you say, I need to brush my teeth, and it gives you the toothbrush attachment (laughs) with toothpaste on it. Or you say, I need to light a fire, and it gives you the lighter attachment. Now, what about that does not say minimalist? It's one thing on your counter, and it has everything you ever need in your entire house. Give me the screwdriver attachment. Give me the pocket knife attachment. I feel like that's not very sanitary if you're going to, like, go work under a car with the same thing you're going to eat with later. Yeah, but there's a sanitizing chamber. Oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. John Paul, what's your next? It's my turn. We've been talking about the spook for, like, (laughs) nine minutes now. Which is very well-deserved. All right. This is my next idea. I just want to say, after this idea, my ideas kind of go up down. I don't, I don't want to say downhill. How many downhill, ideas are we doing? But they go lower in quality. I don't know. Let's <laughs> see how long it goes. But my next idea, this I think this is actually a genius idea. It's a version of Google Maps specifically tailored to people who are really bad with directions or people that are really bad drivers in general. So when I use Google Maps, I, don't point at me. <laughs> when I use Google Maps... It normally says things like, in a thousand feet, turn le- turn left and go west. Turn left. <laughs> turn left onto <laughs> this road and you'll go west for this long or stuff. And I, I'm really bad with, like, directions. Not, or not directions, but, like, literally, like, northwest, east and south. Like, those kind of directions. I'm really bad at that. So I want to make an app that, like, is it Google Maps, but it's specifically to bad driver. So it'll be like, hey... Um, you're gonna have to make a turn pretty soon. Maybe you should start getting in the right lane. It talks exactly like that. Or, it's like, yeah, hey. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what I want. It's like, <laughs> hey, just checking in. Are you in the right lane? Because if you're not, you probably should be by now. And then it'll keep talking like that. And it'll be really nice to you. And it'll be like, look up your, look in the top right corner and try to find this sign and then take that road or something like that instead of giving you specific street names and stuff because that's hard for some people. Turn left no. at the McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Or stuff like that. It would also work for blind people like me. I'm you not straight up blind, but like I can't read street signs very well without my glasses. And I didn't have also... my glasses for three months. True. You could also just replace the bad drivers with robots. <laughs> it doesn't... Thanks, TJ. You <laughs> know what I mean, though? I hadn't thought of that. No, you know what I mean? It's like, they're already trying to get self-driving cars. Might as well just give those to the bad drivers. <laughs> I think if we're going to start using self-driving cars, if we're gonna, I feel like it's going to start slow. It'll be like, we gotta, hey, yeah. if you're over the age of 80, you can't drive anymore. And you have to drive a self-driving car. It's not going to be all of a sudden like, no one's driving. You know what I mean? 
I yeah, saw, it's also uh, like really hard to integrate real drivers and robot drivers. The thing is, I think it's going to be one big shift. The closer we get to automated driving, the closer we get to cars or dogs being in a car by themselves with no one in it and people just sending their car to go take their dog for a ride, you know. Or you're going to be on the highway. And you're Why don't look, you go straight to that? <laughs> you're going to look to your left. You're just going to see a little dog in the car and no one else. Dang. I saw a funny TikTok that was like, uh, <laughs> like this to sign the petition to change the way to spell baloney once all the boomers die. And it was <laughs> B-A-L-O-N-E-Y <laughs> instead of like Bologna. <laughs> My math teacher in middle school would always say it's actually pronounced Bologna. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like her. Sorry if you're listening. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Alright, TJ, you have another idea? Um, yes. Is it robots? No. <laughs> so, this is a borrowed business idea, but it's an app where you walk around and say you're like, driving down the street and you're about to pass that Starbucks that you always go to. And instead of buying the Starbucks, your app comes up and gives you a notification that says, hey, if you invested that money into the stock market, you would have $25 in five years instead of wasting $4 on a coffee drink right now. Why did you have to use Starbucks as an example? That's just a direct attack to me. No, it's not. It literally is. You You like scooters. I drink Starbucks a lot. It's coffee either way. It doesn't matter. I'm just kidding. There are people who go to Starbucks and spend an upwards of $10 every day. That's ridiculous. That's true. There are people. There was girls at my high school that every single day would go to scooters before they, or Starbucks or scooters before school. It was ridiculous. They'd come in with coffee at like 7 in the morning. I'm like, what the heck? You know? Well, Starbucks has convinced their consumers that if you're wealthy and you drink Starbucks, that you have to subscribe to, like, the Starbucks lifestyle. So a lot of people say they're Starbucks people, meaning that I'm the type of person who has Starbucks every morning and gets, you know, whatever sandwich. Or maybe Starbucks for their entire family. And they have the app set up to where you actually, if you do that, you're rewarded pretty well if you consistently buy coffee every day. So Starbucks isn't really just coffee anymore. It's like... You're selling an you're, experience. Yeah, you're, so, you're saying, like, I it's am living the Starbucks lifestyle. I have the AirPods. I'm, like, techie, and I... Also, if you, like, buy a cup, you can refill to, like, save the turtles and stuff. Yeah. And save the environment. Yeah, so they have that demographic covered, too. But... That's kind of nice, though. Mm-hmm. They have that at scooters, but I don't the think you can straws. refill them. They, have, they sell cups, but I don't think you can refill them. Yeah. So that's, it's a, yeah, that's my idea. So it's just an app that remembers the places that you... So basically it's an app that bullies you and guilts you out of (laughs) the I'm just kidding. Well, maybe, maybe they'd be like reward systems. So it's like... Every time you say no, you get points in the stock market. Yes. (laughs) You get stonks points. (laughs) And then... If you spend money Stoinks. on something that's actually, <laughs> if you spend some money on something that's actually helpful, like uh, maybe like fitness or education or something, I don't know that you prioritize that you put into the app and you're like these are the category. Sure, <laughs> and it could categorize things too. So you're saying 
coffee is something that I reward myself with. So you say, I completed this task, and you... So, like, if you say no to Burger King, it'll give you points for coffee? Uh, no. I'm saying, if you log that you got a promotion, you go and buy yourself a TV. Because you're like, I... Okay, you can just say you get a promotion, and how's it gonna tell? Well, I'm saying that if you wanted to create an incentive system for yourself, where you reward yourself instead of just indulging whatever... So there's no real rewards, you're just rewarding yourself? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that we yeah, would I'm get... I'm not really sold on this idea. I'm so sure far. we would get to that point. What I'm saying, I think a better idea would be, like, you're say you're addicted to Taco Bell and you want to live a healthier lifestyle. For how many times you say no to Taco Bell, you get points for something else, you know? Where does that cash flow come from? You get the businesses to invest in it and say... How do we do that? Because you just say no to no, Taco Bell no. is be like, hey, money. Burger King, we want you to invest so that when people say no to McDonald's, they'll come to you. Oh. Let's I see. don't know. I don't feel like they'd agree to that. To just give away free food. Mm. It's not giveaway free. Their money's already, their food is like $2 already, so. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, not going to McDonald's is not the same thing as going to Burger King. You know what I mean? Okay, whatever. Also, did you know the Burger King app, if you drive by McDonald's, if you have your location on on the Burger King app, you can get a Whopper for a penny? If you drive by a McDonald's? Yes, because it's encouraging you to be near a McDonald's and not go there. Dang. Yeah, I don't know if they still did it, but they did it in, like, 2018. You'd be losing so much money. Not really, because you'd buy the fries and the drink, too. Maybe. Like, odds are you're going to buy something else while you're there. Because, yeah, the thing is, they're trying to directly say don't go to the mcdonald's that's literally a block away come to burger king instead and they're getting money that's that way. two blocks away yeah well i meant, I meant the mcdonald's is one block away from the burger king but it's okay <laughs> okay nobody goes to mcdonald's or burger king for the entree the fries are where it's at i don't know dude nuggets bro no. have you ever walked into a mcdonald's and been like I want a burger. Yes. yes. Really. Or like, yes. I want nuggets or a McChicken all the time. McChicken, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. But I wish that their, their small burgers were like as quality as their um, Quarter Pounders. Because the Quarter Pounders taste good. But yeah. then their small burgers taste like mm-hmm. a kid's toy. When I walk into <laughs> a McDonald's, <laughs> when I walk into a McDonald's, I'm thinking, I want to smash a large fry. That Maybe that burger. <laughs> all right, Mary, what's your next pitch? All right. I know you were all thinking this. <laughs> no, it's not. Spook 2. <laughs> it's actually called The Pook. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, So it's a restaurant. And the sole purpose is <clears throat> dairy. And we have... <laughs> The best cheeses. There, no American cheese, no Velveeta, none of that. No Kraft mac and cheese. We have the finest cheeses. And it, and the decorations, it's cow-themed, but not as in Chick-fil-A. It's cow-themed like it looks like an old barn, it's but like it's, it's bougie. Um, it's like a, it's a modern, wine it's modern, place. It's what modern. are they called? Breweries? Is that beer? Yeah, that thing. It's like that, but it's there's... modern rustic. 
Exactly. Yes, but it's vintage, and there's a lot of cow stuff, because mm-hmm. it's all dairy. And we have the Mountain best mac and cheese. We have the best grilled cheese. We have cheesy potatoes. Anything that is, like, cheese-based. Cheese Whiz. We don't have cheese Whiz. <laughs> <I love> cheese Whiz. <laughs> and at every table, there is a, a, a what is it called? Fondue. Fondue. There's, like, every table has that. And we also have really good wine, and because you can't have fancy cheese without fancy wine. Right, except you have every time you've had cheese for the last 14 years. Right, Mary? Wink, wink. And the restaurant is called, what's it called? Le Lavage. That is the cheese in French. I thought that was the cow. It's the cow in French. <laughs> I wanted wow. to name it, what was it? Le fromage. Fromage is cheese and it's French. But it's fine. Most cow restaurants veggies. sell steak. Yeah, Not but we're, we're, we're vegetarian. <laughs> oh, so it's like a... You get grilled cheese, mac and cheese, and fondue. That's not all. <laughs> I just, I'm just interested because... We I are, totally we, I'm saying cow right. restaurants exist. They're called steakhouses. No. Yes, but we care about the cows. The cow is our mascot. We're not going to kill the mascot. It's our spirit animal. So, yeah, Burger King doesn't eat kings. It's the it, Burger McDonald's King. It's an environmentally Ronald. friendly yeah. thing, too. Wait, no. You're still... Arby's doesn't eat hats. You're still hosting cows. Yeah, actually, it's better to kill the cow than to <laughs> let it sit there and fart. Cause <laughs> we aren't letting it sit there and fart. We The cows are also eating at the restaurant. What, are they eating cheese? No. They eat what <laughs> cows eat. <laughs> that could be fun. You go and milk the cow that you're going to... Like, yeah, there's another side of the restaurant where, where it's oh, like a place where you make pottery. Now it's, like, talking. it's like a place where you make pottery, but like you go and milk the cow, and then later it becomes cheese, and then you get it. It's like a, however it's like a, it's like a kid's place. So you like go in... No, and... it's not a kid's place. It's bougie. Yeah, this is a bougie place. No, it's, it's bougie. not work. Like <laughs> Yes, it does. You're in the place where cows. Fondue is bougie, bro. <laughs> you're in a place where cows are like poopy smell. I'm sure that vegetarians and like, I think that they're done with being crapped on. So they want a bougie place they can go to be loved and appreciated. Right, with bougie, cows. Pe- people who are vegetarian and vegan shop at Whole Foods and natural grocers almost exclusively. Like they're used to bougie. Which is why. <laughs> It would be Nobody's great, and it, it's in the it's, it's catered to their needs. Oh, you're saying I am not? They want to go out, have a good time, but not have to worry. They want to go vegan. somewhere fancy. It's made for vegans. No, uh, vegans, vegetarians. Yeah, vegans. Don't That's what I meant. I meant vegetarians. Yeah, sorry, uh, dude. I'm just saying, I'm not a vegetarian. I would totally go there. I would. T- I love cheese. I would totally. Eat and that. if you don't want a meal, we can just give you like our entire cheese platter with like all of the cheeses we have. Or you could just buy, you could probably just buy like a to go cheese thing, right? Like a cheese wheel, maybe. Yeah, at the front there's like a fridge and like, you it's know, like Culver's. Yeah, <laughs> it's like at like the stores when there's like the fancy cheese section. It's like that, and you can. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's. A I'm cheese... seeing the vision now. It's like, you know how Culver's is. It's like marketed towards farmers and like local ingredients but it still has like a very clean feeling on the inside yes but then you take the design of culver's and you make it rustic and like a very wood themed mm-hmm. imagining like a hipster restaurant. we also have ice cream 
because oh, it's dairy. Do yes. not. Yeah, there you Custard. go. Milkshakes. Cheese milkshakes. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I told you guys that my ideas kind of go downhill from here. So, I don't know if you're going to be on board with this one. But this is an idea I had. And I just want to say, any girl that says, no girl would ever buy this, you're wrong. Because my girlfriend likes this idea, I think. The idea <laughs> is, it's a girl's underwear brand. But this material is made out of, like, sweatpants material. And it's like, so what I envision is, like, sweatpants, or, like, underwear that looks kind of like uh, spandex. But they're made out of sweatpants, and they're really stretchy and really comfortable. I think this is a genius idea. Okay. The fact that that was the shortest pitch. Let me just. reveals that it's not your best. I described it. I don't have a name for it. They're sweatpants underwear. Let me just tell you. A lot of underwears like that exist. But not exactly what you're saying. I just think that there's a lot of leggings out there like that where they try and be like. But I don't want leggings. That's what TJ said. He's like, they're just yoga pants. Yeah, yoga pants. That's not what I want. I. I envision, like, sleeping in these. Yeah, you, like, sleep, lounge. They're not comfortable. Woohoo. No, no, they have to be comfortable. That's what I said. In my pitch, I said they're comfortable, so they're comfortable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it, TJ can what, create ha, robots. Describe the waistband. Can you if TJ can TV? create robots, then you're not going to say no, anything. No, <laughs> just des- describe the waistband. But something like like sweatpants. Like sweatpants, I would wear. Like, like a cinched waistband? I don't know. Like sweatpants, like a literally like a take a pair of sweatpants, cut it to like halfway down your thighs. Those are just shorts. No, those that's not underwear. Do you know no. how many girls would feel so uncomfortable because they're actual underwear? They serve the purpose of underwear, but they're made out of sweatpants. Those are just shorts. No, what you're describing is <laughs> shorts. No, I'm not. Yes, it is. You say take some sweatpants and cut them. No girl would wear those without something under it. Like I said, you're going back to the argument. No girl would ever wear those. But I know one girl that would. <laughs> so that's you enough for me. I have a market. I have a market. Okay. Sweatpants <laughs> have like a cinched waist. You can't use that as underwear. You can't wear stuff over okay, that. Okay, fine. It won't have a cinched waist thing. It'll be like underwear, but made out of sweatpants material. TJ, what's your next place? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I'm just saying I can't vision it. But if you were to make it, I would try it. Thank you. That's all I need. <laughs> That's enough to get me through as a business. Do you have any other ideas? It's okay if you don't. I have more. Yeah, so do I. Um, they only get worse from here. <laughs> Maybe, like... <laughs> Netflix... They already made this. They came out, came out last week. It's like Netflix, but short-form content. It's called Quibi. Have you heard of it? Oh, Quibi. Quibi. Quibi? Yeah. Um, I obviously know it very well, since I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Quibi. So is your pitch... Quibi. Quibi. It's like, <laughs> it's like Netflix, but shorter. So it's like YouTube? <laughs> no. It's, it's, a, it's a streaming app. And you get licenses with people. It's just, it's just Quibi. <laughs> okay, Mary, I'm you one more idea. Okay, so I have two more. I think I'm going to decide between one of them right now. It's a car that flies. How did you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so in quarantine, 
the amount of girls who have cut their own hair, cut their own bangs, and dyed their hair is unbelievable. There's so many of them. And most of the time it does not turn out well, and it just hurts my heart to see that happen. And I just want to talk them all out of it and smack them in the face and say, bangs are not good for you, honey. But they don't know because they think they know what they need. They think they know what they want. So my idea is a hair salon. And you go in and you're not allowed to say what you want. I mean, you can give them like an idea, but the stylist is going to be an expert in like knowing what's good for you. So they're going to look at your skin tone. They're going to look at like your face shape and they're going to, and they're going to ask you about your routine. Like if you want something that you don't want to take care of, then they're going to help with that, but they're going to do what's best for you and not really like, like when girls go in and they want their hair dyed, it's usually on a whim. And it's not really... They're just bored. Yeah, they're like, I don't really know what I want. I'm bored. And then they're like, okay, we're going to give you the best look you can possibly have. So, let me get this straight. It's a it's a salon where you go there without anything particular in mind. You're just bored or you're in a crisis. And that's... I mean, you could have something in mind, but they're not going to... If you want to look the best you can, that's where you go. Because they're experts and you're not. So they go, they take a look at your hair, and they're like, hmm, no, I, they, know, I know exactly what you need. No, they just look at you as a whole. Like, your face, like, your like your face shape and your okay, skin okay, tone. Okay. Because, like, your hair color, like, your natural hair color sometimes doesn't match your skin tone. Right. Like, okay. if you have cool skin, then you want, like, cooler hair. Um, I had something I was going to say, and I can't remember. What is it? Do you have a name? No, I don't. Oh. Uh. Stop it now. That's what I said earlier. <laughs> In a crisis, maybe? Oh. Midlife crisis? <laughs> no. Um. Crisis in a virus. Nope. <laughs> That's not good. I don't know. So I don't have a name yet, here? but I, I would go to this salon because... I, I've been interested in frosted tips. Me too! For a long time. Are you... Not like the the top is all one color, but it's like um, Zac Efron style, where it's kind of an ombre. You know, it's kind of like peppered in. Yeah, like your roots are. You a want highlights? Color. Yeah, highlights. <laughs> I want. I want to do what you were talking about, where it's like, like each side of my head is like a cut, and then it's shorter there. Yeah. And then the top part is that is longer, color? and it's like maybe like brighter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know a kid who did that. Like, and it looks pretty dope. Honestly. I've wanted to be I blonde to my whole life. I've being a D-bag for one month. Me too. Like, I want to get my ears pierced <laughs> just long enough for me to get to the point where I can take them out again, and then I'll take them out and never put them back in. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I feel you. And I want to get a longboard, too. Do D-bags have longboards? Do you want to TJ I has think, a longboard. No. You just go I still around school. <laughs> Longboarding is one of the most fun. It's just one of the joys of life. Yeah. I've wanted to like, have curly hair my whole life, but I, I I want I've always wanted blonde hair, and I've I've always wanted curly hair, but I don't want like really blonde hair. I want like um, dirty blonde. Like it looks really natural, not like I'm trying to go blonde like platinum because that wouldn't look good. Mm. Back to the topic of longboards. 
<laughs> like, I want to get a long about... board. But, like, where when you go to, like, class, where are you going to put it? Like, you know, you're just going to put it under Literally your desk? Anywhere. No, that's weird. You can put it in the front of the room. You can That'll put get it stolen. next to you. You can put it, like, by the teacher. That's weird. Super easy. That's, like, it's way better than a bike for that reason. Well, yeah. when you go somewhere... But when you, you have go... to chain it up. Yeah. When you go you have to somewhere. chain it up, and that's if they have a bike rack. Most, the school, most buildings at my school do. Right. If you're in college, you're fine, but... It just saves way more time. I suppose. It's just weird. I would feel weird walking into a classroom with a longboard in my hand. That's why you have to get the highlights, so that you look like you own a longboard. Yeah, and a spray And then when you hold it, you feel... Because you'll say you're from California. Dude, at at my... My friend got a spray tan, like, four weeks ago. (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing? It snowed yesterday. (laughs) At my school... If you're in a community of people who are pale... A spray tan it just sticks out like I, I she's like the only person that I've met my age that's gotten a spray tan. Yeah. Well that's a lie, everyone at my old school did. It's but. not cool to get a spray tan when everybody else is. It's just like just tan. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there is this group of like six or seven kids at my school and they would drive around campus all on like razor scooters. And they would have <laughs> they would call themselves the scooter gang. And they were crazy. They would like you sometimes you'd go into certain dorms and you'd go in the elevator and there would be like footprints or like handprints like on the door and you were like what and I, everyone would just be like oh yeah that's the scooter gang and one time they had this poster up that was like come to this room for a concert and it was five dollars to go into a a concert in their dorm room <laughs> <laughs> it was such a rip off. I don't know. I didn't go because as soon as I found out it was five dollars just to go in their dorm, I was like, "Heck no!" And yeah, they called themselves like the Razor Scooter Gang. It was really weird. I would be that kid. It was I'm funny though, seeing that. like adult men riding around on a scooter was really funny. <laughs> and they were like acting okay. like they were a biker gang. There was like seven of them, but they were all on <laughs> Razor. Scooters. They just like have a speaker and they're like, <laughs> like on their so phone. So funny. What do you think of the gang memes? Gang memes? Yeah. What do you mean? You just say a word and then gang afterwards. Oh, oh. like this post was made by this gang. Like scooter gang. Those are kind of old, but they were funny. Like, like imagine having to do this. This post was made by the, this gang. I can't think of an example. It's like, gang. imagine being lactose intolerant, and then it was like, this post was made by normal people. By gang. the cheese gang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This post was made by the cheese gang. Imagine milk being too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, shall we move on to our next segment? Yeah, so like we said last week, each uh, person in our podcast is going to have their own segment. And so this week, we're debuting Mary's segment. Do you want to do a drum roll to announce it or what? I'm just going to go for it. Welcome to the Dream Chamber. Today, we're all going to be sharing dreams that we've had. It doesn't have to be last night, because obviously not everyone can remember their dreams that they had last night. 
Uh, does anyone want to go before me? Sure, I'll go. Um, I'm going to give two dreams. One is just iconic, and one actually <laughs> happened recently. So it's what I happened recently. It was really weird. There is this girl. I, I didn't really know her that well. I only kind of knew her. And she went to my high school. And I, for some reason in my dream, this girl that I knew was my girlfriend's little sister. But, like, I knew that. Like, it, was, it wasn't weird. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, you're not my girlfriend's sister. It was like, okay, yeah, you're my girlfriend's little sister, even <laughs> though I knew exactly who she was. And um, she, like, had a huge crush on me and, like, kept trying to, like, kiss me. And it was really weird because Hannah was there, but, like, she wasn't in the room. And, like, every time Hannah would leave, she'd be like, kiss me. And I'd be like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm literally dating your sister. It was really weird. But, yeah, that was a recent dream I had. But, so, TJ, do you remember the game CTR? Or, not CTR, um, tag team racing. The one where you could combine with other cars, the Crash Bandicoot game. I love that game. Yeah, so, I remember it. In, in that game, if you died, they would show, like, a very specific scene of you dying as Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> and there's one where Dioramas. he... Yeah, there was one where he would get eaten by a Yeti. And so, in my dream, this is, just hold on to that little nugget. In my dream, I woke up in the middle of the night, and Mom was sitting in the living room with Jack Skellington, (laughs) the actual devil, and a Yeti. And this Yeti looked like the Yeti from uh, Star Wars when they're on Hoth, and Luke's, like, hanging from the ceiling. He looked like that guy. And... I was terrified. I was like, oh my gosh, mom is making a deal with all these monsters or something. <laughs> and I was really confused. And so I went into the basement to hide. And I was hiding in the garage behind a pyramid of paint cans. And then the Yeti came down and slammed all of them and then <laughs> ate me like I was Crash Bandicoot in the game. And that was my dream. I have a question. <laughs> yeah. When you were eaten, could were you like standing off and you saw yourself be eaten or was it like a first person view and you were like in his mouth it was like the game like i saw the yeti i saw myself go into his mouth (laughs) just like in crash tag team racing and like because the thing is yeah because the thing is he literally just opens his mouth and just slides crash bandicoot into his mouth and you hear him scream from his stomach so he just picked me up and in one bite just (laughs) and i was gone forever and then i woke up that was, like, a pretty scarring dream. Yeah, that was, like, 12 years ago. <laughs> if I remember. I still remember it. It was crazy. I had a pretty funny dream about a week ago. So, I... I was So, it was the eve of my birthday, and I went to sleep. And the next morning, I woke up, except it wasn't morning. It was 10.30 at night, and my birthday <laughs> party was starting. And I wake up, and all that I hear is all of my friends are in the basement wondering where I am. And in the midst of them is this guy telling a story very loudly. And I look up, and it's our brother Alex. (laughs) And he's just, like, running the show at my birthday party, which is classic because when I was 12, he had a bunch of people over and played um, Ultimate Frisbee down the street, and I was really jealous because he had, like, way more friends than me. (laughs) And it wasn't anything big. It's not like my party was ruined, but it was just kind of awkward. He did have a ton of friends. Yeah. And Man. so, jealous. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not bitter. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't want to change the subject from your dream, but it feels like Alex had way more people over, way more often than any other sibling did ever. Like, 
I feel like he was I was never, never home, allowed to have people over. And Alex had people over, like, every other weekend. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's like when he had people over, it was the one time that he was home. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Alex, home. oh, there's uh, six other people. Oh, it's, oh hi, Heather. Hey, hi, hi, Jake. Hi. <laughs> Everyone else is there. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I get it, though, because I feel like you kind of have to escape uh, Mount Michael since it's a boarding school. Yeah. So it's like that was literally his one time to hang out with girls the entire week. And I'm That's sure the true. girls were looking to hang out too. So I mean, I kind of get why. But also, so, uh, so the end of the dream, dream. Is, it ends like this. Alex is telling the story and he's like making everybody laugh. And I wake up and I go straight upstairs and say hi to nobody. And there's a bunch of pizza in the fridge because we had pizza apparently and it was put away and Alex came upstairs and then I still didn't go say hi to my friends and just me and Alex just sat and ate pizza and drank beer for the rest of the night. <laughs> the whole dream? <laughs> That's whack. <laughs> and then later I woke up again except this time I was in the middle of a grocery store <laughs> and <laughs> where the carts were, you know, where you put the carts away. Yeah. There was just a line of twin beds. And I was sitting there, and I remember Lizzie, my girlfriend, and her best friend, Regina, were sitting there talking trash on me while I was sleeping, but I could hear. I was, like, half awake. I was, like, lucid dreaming. Wait, were you, like, asleep on the twin beds in Walmart? I'm so confused. Yes. And so were they. But you were, like, conscious, but you were sleeping? Yeah, they were, like, up and shopping and stuff. Like, they had their clothes all, you know, nice and whatever. They were ready to go for the day, and I was sitting there, like, um... My pants were off and, like, just a shirt. And I was sleeping and they were calling me lazy and stuff. And so eventually I got up and left. And I was very sad because they didn't know that they could hear me. But that was the conclusion of the dream. Nice. (laughs) Dreams don't have good endings. They just kind of, like, end. Dang it. And then I woke up. (laughs) That's how, whenever you tell a story about your dream, you go, and then I woke up. Yeah. Like, it always ends with that. It's what like if the Lion King ended thing. during Can You Feel the Love Tonight. It's just it's like, like, it just and sounds, then I woke up. Because so it always it always ends at the climax. Imagine Lion well, yeah, King having the same ending as Inception. <laughs> I don't know, though, because like, the climax can be the ending of some movies. That's true. It's like, the dream ends... I feel like that happens like, with horror movies a lot. The, the dream ends at the rising action. there's no climax because like it was going towards something like the climax of my dream would have been i I go downstairs hang out with my friends and we play foosball and then i stay up all night playing video games and eventually like drift into sleep that would have been like a good ending any dream where you die it's like right when you're about to it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like right when you're about to like win the foosball game then you just wake up yeah, or maybe you win the foosball game, and then you shed a single tear, because life is so beautiful, and then it's over. No, that's too much closure. <laughs> oh, it's too much? Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so, um, I don't know, you brought up lucid dreams. I've had a couple lucid dreams. Um, I'll share the first one that I had. <laughs> um, uh, I think it was, it was in my eighth grade year of school. And, um, so, uh, I'm blinking, sorry. You said eighth grade, right? Yeah, eighth grade. So, 
I was in my room, and I had these two girls over who were in my class, but I wasn't good friends with, so that was already kind of weird. And then I had my best friend over, too. And I was texting this guy, and it was this guy that I had already had a thing with, and, like, all my friends were talking to me, and they were like, you should get back with him. And I was like, no. And then I realized (laughs) in my dream, why would I ever get back with him? This is a dream. And so... I controlled my dream, and I just, like, stopped talking to him, and I was, and then I just hung out with my friends instead, because that's what I wanted to do. So, yeah, that was my lucid dream. It's kind of lame, but, like, you know, I had, like, that realization that it was a dream, and then I did what I wanted, so. See, okay, I didn't know this, but, like, I didn't know that people could control themselves in their, or couldn't control themselves in their dream, because that's how almost every one of my dreams is. <laughs> almost every one of my dreams... I don't know I'm dreaming, but, like, I make oh. decisions for dream me. Like, when I'm there, I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do. I'm going to go do it. Or I'm like, hey, that just happened, and this is how I would react to it. Like, I'm conscious, and I'm thinking. But I don't know I'm dreaming, unless it's really ridiculous. Then most of the time, I can figure it out. But, okay, like, that's different, though. You can control your dreams without... Like, lucid dreaming is knowing that you're asleep. Yeah, I know, I know. That's not... I know, I don't lucid dream. But, like, I... Like, a lot of times, I am controlling what's going on in my dreams like i'm controlling myself like like that dream i had about my girlfriend's little sister that doesn't exist like i was like consciously being like whoa get away from me and like making those things happen and a lot of times that's why i talk in my sleep because i'm talking in real life (laughs) because i'm trying to talk in my dream because a lot of my dreams are really realistic situations well i I guess this one wasn't because my girlfriend doesn't have a little sister, but, like, you know, that could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think so, there are different levels of lucid dreams, though, because some lucid dreams you can, like, create worlds. You're, like, on creative mode yeah, in Minecraft. Yeah, basically <laughs> in creative mode. I have had a dream Some like people that are just like, oh, I, kn- I consciously chose what to say. That's me. <laughs> I do that, too. I've, I've woken up multiple times in the middle of the night voicing what I was saying in my dream. Because I'd be like, Mom, don't turn that off. And I'm like, in the middle of a dark room by myself. I'm like, Yeah, then you, wake, <laughs> then you, you wake up and you're like, Yeah. And then you wake up like, What just happened? Where'd everything go? <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, no. Some other lucid... Okay, but when I have a lucid dream and I realize that I'm dreaming, uh, like, the people in my dream, like, stop functioning. Because it's not like my... Your dream power's down. My dream power's down, and, like, it's up to me to control what's happening. Spooky. Whack. But, anyways, um... Whack. So, my most recent dream I had last night... It might not have been last night, but that's not the point. So, I was at the zoo with my friend and her older sister. And it was fine. And then I realized... Well, I realized this after I woke up, but... So, this zoo has been in my dreams three different times. And it's not, like, a zoo that we have. It's one that I made up in my head. It's kind of like the Henry Dolly Zoo in Omaha, but it's, like, to the max. It's not like there's more animals. It's just the exhibits are huge. And I find it interesting that it's been in my dreams three times. But anyways, so in the dream, we had a photo shoot, and I was just sitting in, like, a giant pool. of. It was, like, in a little cavern, though, and it was really cool. And then we went into this big room, and there was, like, five other girls that I know that were there. And there was this huge jungle gym. 
and like a bunch of ropes everywhere and we just started climbing and then all of a sudden on this like huge really unsturdy stage the entire cast of hamilton came out and started singing (laughs) (laughs) my dreams are usually really realistic but this one was not at all (laughs) and we were like we were like last night yeah Yeah. and we were like spider-man climbing stuff there was like ropes everywhere and there was a bunch of kids everywhere how does a bastard Son of a boy in Scotland. Yeah, so that was my most recent Grow up to be a scholar. A providence and squalor. Grow up to be a hero and a scholar. The ten dollar. Founding father without a father. Got a lot farther by working a lot harder. By being a lot smarter. By being a self starter. By 14. Placed him in charge of a trading charter. <laughs> okay, but have you guys ever had a dream like that where you have like reoccurring things? Because I've had other ones. Too. I don't think so. I think almost all my dreams are either like nowhere near reality, or they're like something that would happen. Like sometimes I just straight up have dreams that I'm playing Overwatch. <laughs> you know, like one time I had a dream. Devastation dude, game. Dude, one time I fell asleep at Hannah's house, and um, I had a dream. I was playing Overwatch, and then I died, but, like, it, for some reason, was way bloodier than Overwatch actually is, and I kicked her, because I, like, freaked out. I was like, ah! And I, like, <laughs> kicked her in the head. <laughs> it was so funny. Well, it's funny now. It was not funny at the time. <laughs> it, was, it was really funny. Um, but she was like, what happened? I was like, I had a dream I was playing Overwatch. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> Uh, anyways, so I've had another dream like that. It's only happened twice, though, but it's, like, our neighborhood, but it's just, like, a lot nicer. And it's, like, our house, but it's crazy nice. And the dreams, the first one I had was on my birthday, and I just really wanted to have, like, a nice place to have a party, and so I just had a dream about my party, and it was just normal. And then I've had another one where we were just, like... Oh, okay, I had another one where we lived in Boomer and Amanda's neighborhood, but it looked like our neighborhood, and there was, like, the Grand Canyon in between it, but, like, there was an ocean, too. (laughs) And (laughs) it wasn't as big as the Grand Canyon, obviously. And then we went on a walk, and it was the same house, though. Like, our house was the same as before. Did you say a Grand Canyon with an ocean in it? Yes. Isn't it just a river? No. Okay, okay. Really what it actually what it actually looks bird. like was you know like the huge mountain in Brother Bear and then the water at the bottom? Yes. That's what it looks like. But what's like that? more Grand Canyon. The meeting or whatever what's it called? It's a ravine. Oh, whatever. That's what it's called. Okay. Thank you this for listening been... to Quorum. What episode is what, this? Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. What's the name of your segment? Mary's Dream Chamber? Thank you for tuning in to Mary's Dream Chamber. Next week we'll do Sleep TJ's. Well. we'll reveal TJ's segment, so that should be fun. Look forward to that. You're not going to be revealing any of my segment, huh? Don't reveal my segment to anyone. Yeah, next week we are. It's inappropriate. Oh, jeez. <laughs>